0: Two on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am so excited to be back in the hot seat. We took a little bit of a break because my daughter got married a couple weeks ago and I needed like a little bit of time to get ready. But I am back and we have a whole slew of summer shows for you and I'm so excited. So um, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food and drink all the time. I love food and drink. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat it, restaurants, anything food related. I'm a personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes. I wrote cookbooks. I I do cooking competitions and I cater for people. Well, I don't really cater right now. Don't call me over the summer. (laughs) Um, You'll have to cook yourself or eat at the restaurants. Um, I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, the kosher food traveling and sharing of great food and recipes, ideas and amazing guests. But I want to hear from your experiences too, so email me at, at uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, I don't know, whatever else is out there, I'm going to try to get it on, on it all. But today we have an amazing show and I can't wait to hear your feedback on the show. So make this a conversation and I want to hear about what you ate, where you went Let's keep it. Let's keep it a conversation. Today is a very exciting show. Um, if you've been listening to the show for the last, I want to say two years, it's when I first met Simon and Leanne Taylor, who introduced me to Saul Taylor, who introduced me to Danny Salzman. Actually, I think I've like followed you before already. To Romy Kosher. <laughs> um, you have know that I've, I've had, this is I think your third appearance, last time you were on the show you actually were on a box, do you remember that CK? He, Danny Saltzman was on a box, on a screen, In we were deep in lockdown, well for sure,
1: 100.
0: and we had you on our Zoom show and now you're here in the flesh and we are so happy to have the co-founder of DS Taman and along with the social media marketing coordinator of and Brand Ambassador. And brand Ambassador. Mm-hmm. Well that means you like to drink. Oh yeah. Well you'll notice she has a <laughs> similar accent to me, so and you'll see where she's from. It's you know, see no like a cultural mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Romy Romy, what's your last name? I don't even know. It's not kosher. <laughs> I, I tell
2: people it's kosher and my friends even call me Romy Kosher now, they've forgotten my last name, but it's Pickers. Oh okay. Hi yeah. Romy Pickers. So where did you grow up? I grew up in Perth, Australia. Australia, Australia, yeah, Australia. Uh, my parents are South African. I was born in South Africa, so my accent, yeah, is yeah, yeah, all and my accent place. will totally mess you
0: up. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So I figure I get more Australian when I'm around Australians,
0: and you get more South African when you're around the, around the South Africans, and
2: then I get more English when I'm around English people. It's okay, weird. it's
0: good. You like you know mold. chameleon. Too. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. So how long have you been living in the states? London. i mean, London. <laughs> I meant London. I, I never know where I am. ZK, there's a little tinny sound coming from the um those who are watching we wear head head sets they call them cans I feel like I'm in a tin can Oh yeah Yeah I'll have to take a look at it sometime. Okay all right but You sound fine here Okay good it's so cool. long as everyone else thinks I sound fine that's fine Okay
2: so I grew up in Perth Australia I moved to London 11 years ago now I can't quite believe it I tried to move to Melbourne for a year in between that but I miss London too
0: much. Ah, Melbourne's mm, Melbourne. Sydney. Yeah. sydney's If you would have chosen Sydney, it'd still be there.
2: I would have moved to Sydney, but all my friends made aliyah. They all left. Yeah, all everyone from everyone Sydney. Left. Who were your friends from Sydney? hannah Kraus, Simone Gershon. Oh, Simone David. Ah, oh, Davis.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, I was. I was her madrucham benay kiva. Share that to you, Simone. Yeah. 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 And yeah Iran. Simone and Iran.
2: No. Simone, David, Nathan, David, Deb, David Nah,
0: maybe I've Gabriel. got the wrong one no, yeah, different nah, David uh, Okay, there you fine, go Because yeah. you're much younger than me I think I'm pretending that we have the same <laughs> friends I could you be your, probably your mother's age No, way.
2: no way So you moved to London So I moved to London with the intention of staying a year or two just to travel. My plan was then to make Aliyah afterwards. And then I fell in love with the
0: place. Right. Yeah. So that was like my story coming to America. I was just coming for a little bit. Do college here. Mm-hmm. They speak English. Then I would go to, you know, Israel. Yeah. yeah. 30 years later. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, but- one day I'll still go I always say We're all going to go right? I always, yeah. always say that <laughs> That's because we're Australian We have this yearning For Zionists mm-hmm, For Israel mm-hmm. And one day We will get one there day we'll get there But we're enjoying The journey in, exactly. in between Exactly So how did you start Off Romy Kosher
2: That was a lockdown start I mean I've always loved food And also growing up in Perth There was one kosher restaurant At any given time one so when I moved to London I was like this is
0: heaven heaven. oh my My god you're writing my story you're telling my story (laughs) yes Yes. literally
2: and so whenever anybody would come stay I'd always like I'd write lists I'd like do a map this is where you need to eat people would always ask me for food advice and then during lockdown it was Hanukkah and I was like why is no one making a meat donut like it's Hanukkah like they they go together so I had a private Instagram account and I made it public and tagged all the meat restaurants and I was like can one of you just make a meat donut for me for Hanukkah this year And that was it. Three of them replied. And we're like, yeah, we'll do it. And then they did that. And then I was posting about it. And by the end of Hanukkah, I had like 100 new followers. And everyone was like, why do you not just do this? I thought, okay, yeah, why not? So, you have a background in
0: marketing? No. You missed your calling and this is really your thing? Yeah.
2: My my background is in um, dementia. I'm an occupational therapist by trade. Well, I trained as that. Uh, Food was always just my passion on the side. And then it just sort of grew from there. Yeah, suddenly... I had like a couple of thousand followers and it just carried on. I feel on like growing. we're the same
0: person. <laughs> Two <laughs> Aussies <laughs> growing outside of Australia with food. Yeah.
2: It was I mean, please God I have the same success you've had. <laughs> but
0: that's that's what we're moving towards, yeah. Amazing. Good for you. Yeah, so you. let's let's tie in how did you end up with DS so Tamin and then we're gonna talk to Danny about Oh, absolutely. The so birth of DS Stainment.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I love food. I always love drinking as well and I love whiskey. So, Danny and I have known each other a few years. I was in SEM with his wife, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So, where'd you go? Uh, Midrash at Harubha. Oh, okay. V- yeah. Were you in? Did you go on MTA? Yes. Oh, okay. Of course. See, that's the Aussie, yeah. <laughs> B'nai That's shout the B'nai yep. uh program for the southern hemisphere kids. Yes,
2: exactly. So, and then so I, I, I knew that they had their whiskey and I wanted to try it and then I think I, I won one of the giveaways didn't I so I won one of the giveaways and that was the first time I tried DS Tamen and I obviously fell in love and then we we did a couple more collabs after that and then it was what December last December last year they, they asked to have a meeting with me and I thought we were going to discuss another collaboration with Romy Kosher and they offered me a job and yeah at first I was like what now I'm an occupational therapist. I can't do this. But then they believed in me. I believed in the brand. I loved what they did. So
0: that was it. Fantastic. Like now I'm on board. Okay. Fantastic. It's so exciting to hear like someone's whole changing career and like things just. You know, you can have this plan, this track of life, and then, like, boom, you go in a different direction. Yeah, completely. And it's so fun, right? Yeah. Our jobs oh, are so fun. So much fun. I was supposed to come to London um, in, in May for, the, what was it called? K-trade? K-trade. K-trade. K-Trade? K-Trade. Oh, yeah. Twice I had paid and booked for tickets, and twice it was cancelled. So, Ari, let's get this going now. <laughs> November, I think it is. play it? this. Really? I think so. Really? Actually, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to buy a ticket yet. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So hopefully it'll run and then hopefully we'll come. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, and I was going to come and like do some cooking demos and oh, amazing. Instagramming of London. I've been quite a few times over the years. So yeah. And then we'll do food crawl oh, absolutely. We'll add that to our absolutely. List of fun things to do. Okay, incredible. All right. Let's talk to Danny. Yo. Hi, Danny. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. It's finally good to have you on the show.
3: It's fabulous to be here. First I of all, muzzle talk. Thank you. Yeah. We'll have a soon. Let's have
0: a look. Well, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. The wedding was like this big build up, and then boom, it's over. And like it took like two weeks for me to come off cloud mm. nine. I feel like I'm still a bit on cloud nine, but uh, it's really it's amazing. You should have it by everyone. You know, I mean. Um, okay, so um, we've had we've heard uh, Saul's side of the story.
3: Saul's side of the story.
0: We've had him on. He's sat here and we've had you on the screen. But we have. having having a guest when I you know, I invite people on the show, I'm like like, Can I do a call in? I'm like, it's always better in more fun in person. Just this more interaction. I feel like we can speak to our people a little bit more direct straight up we have a straight line um so we have our two channels we have our audio where people listen it's mm-hmm. primarily a radio show but i think it's always fun to have the Come. the youtube channel mm-hmm. on the nachem Siegel net and they can see us literally having a lachaim and i'll see our faces laugh as we laugh as opposed to just hearing it it's Absolutely. multi-sensory here um talk to us about the beginning of ds tame and how did what's your background we know what Romy did what was your background
3: I'm trying to think, where do I start? <laughs> How far back do you want me to
2: go? When
0: I was four... No. Okay. So,
3: what, so on, honestly, when I was eight years old,
0: eight,
3: yeah, eight years old, I was uh, always asking my grandfather to dip my finger in his whisker. <laughs> <Always,
0: laughs> oh, no. We always. are not recommending we're, we're this. We're not promoting this. He's English. He's got his own set of rules.
3: So, the story goes, in my parents' sucker, I was... On and on, he was like, just do it. He poured me a shot of whiskey, similar size glass to that, knocked it back, threw up everywhere. Mum told me off, told my grandfather off, and ever since then I've been hooked. Always enjoyed dipping my finger in my uh, father's whiskey, training my palate, and always had an obsession, I think, of how whiskey starts as a grain and then ends up looking like liquid gold amazing so that's the, that's one part of it we are
0: not again we, we, are, not, not, we're not we're, promoting. we are not promoting <laughs> dipping children's fingers in alcohol let's make that very <laughs> clear that was his story my
3: story so that, that that's one level the second level is after school I went also was on B'nai Akiva I did a lahava program which was a little bit of uh, yeshiva and uh, military uh, what's it called marava it's so a basic yeah, training yeah, sure. etc a bill of yeshiva, which really wasn't for me. Uh, I was asked to leave. Uh, not the program, but the yeshiva part. And maybe after a few drams, I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, and uh, then I w- did a little bit of volunteering work at Golan Heights Winery. Oh, I've and i fell been in there lo- many times. I fell in love with Golan Heights. And uh, I came back to London, worked in property like every good Jewish boy. A, good, uh, a boy from Essex who can schmooze and sell. It was always fun. I uh, did that for a few years, but realized I wanted to make Aliyah. Uh, I called up Golan Heights. I said, can I have a job? And they said, yep, but in London. So I worked for them in London as a sales manager. Wow. Educating uh, the the English world about Israeli wine. Just not as kosher wine. Selling it as wine. Great wine. Great wine. Great wine. Ra- 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 rather than pulling it in that kosher. Right. right. We've had roll.
0: a lot of great winemakers from Israel Correct. say that.
3: So I did that for a few years. I then had a retail shop in London uh, and then worked for Royal Wine um, yes! in London for
0: a few years. There you go. Uh, also as there
3: a wine you go, educator. Yeah. Uh, also uh, as a wine educator and a sales manager. Again, specialising in working in the uh, selling wine as wine, just not as kosher, to restaurants, hotels, bars, caterers, etc. in London. But again, I, I always was asking myself my passion how far can i go and i wanted to be able to grow as a salesman and be able to 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 give my children and my my wife and my grandchildren etc some legacy and something so and 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 to grow as a salesman so i did a little bit of research and i worked in whiskey investment for a company for a few months
0: explain what whiskey investment is
3: so whiskey investment is just like any other uh commodity, you buy something and you pray and hope it goes up in value. Thankfully, whiskey has gone up in value over the years. You've got to be very careful who you, uh, who you buy from and who you trade with. Uh, and yeah, that's about it really. So I, so I did that, I learned the trade and uh, I found out some information from a company that I didn't like, so I left and uh, I met Saul at a wedding. And uh, we've had schmoozing. you known each other before. Like so Saul, I've known for a number of years. Again, through B'nai Kiva back yeah. in London. He was on the Masquerade, I think, and I had I was Rosh Svivar of my local uh, my, my 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 local group. Oh,
1: and, the uh, B'nai Kiva days.
0: Yeah, there you are. Yad I did Akiva. <laughs> yeah, right. Lachem, I can do it. I did, did B'nai Kiva camp in Perth. Did you? Yeah. I want to say 1991. Were you even born? 91. Yeah. Amos Four. Benjamin. He saved my life.
2: Really? That's a that's a whole nother story. We won't get into it now. But yeah, and his yes, sister
0: Shoham. Yep, um, was my brother's. You and B'nai Kiva. Oh, wow. They all went on MTA. Oh, okay. Now my brothers are hosted in Bar Yeah, <laughs> babe, you know you know. <laughs> um, so funny, small world. Yeah. very small
3: world. So from there, I sat down with Saul and I told him about whiskey and whiskey investment and what, 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 what it was, and I told him that I always wanted to have my own bottling and. How could we make our bottling different from anybody else?
0: Guys, listen up. This is bottling. fascinating. I love this. This so, is amazing.
3: So it, the, it it goes on from whiskey is made from four ingredients. You've got grain, you've got water, you've got yeast, and you've got thyme. Okay.
0: T i m e, not t h y m e. <laughs> We're talking a foodie. <laughs> tick, there tock, you are. Tick, so
3: <laughs> you have got the time. Okay. So once the once the whiskey goes through the process of uh, germination. Uh, Fermentation, Fermentation, uh, maturation, distillation, etc. So you go through that process. The whiskey comes out looking like water, okay? New make spirit, okay? So that is the color, the color of of when it comes off the still,
0: like a clear glass of water. mm -hmm. It looks like water. So that would be vodka at that point.
3: No, it's new make spirit. It's what? New make spirit. What's that? Okay. So it's the base of what whiskey is. So it's dis- distilled, uh, distilled, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, la, la, la. Distilled, uh, distilled. So you've got your grain. Okay. You pull it through the uh, germination process. So you soak that barley in, uh, in water. From there, you go into the, uh, f- uh, the uh, f- fermentation process. So it sits in big tanks, wooden tanks, and it ferments and you add the yeast. From there, you go into the distillation. Once it comes off the distillation, it looks like that.
0: A glass of water.
3: A glass of water. Well, it doesn't. It's not water because it's 60-63. Right, right, I know. It's fruit. flammable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like water mm. so, or vodka.
3: So from there, it then goes into the fun part, with this, which is the maturation. And that's where 100% of the colour and a large chunk of the flavour comes from the whiskey.
0: I didn't know till recently that it came out like that and not brown because grain is a brown you think Mm -hmm. would come out brown Mm -hmm. it's the time that
3: is the the time exactly so the question the question arose is how could we make ourselves different from other independent bottlers because there are quite a fair number of them around the world and with myself and Saul being Jewish uh, and also whiskey lovers we always felt that uh, I always felt that there was an argument is whiskey kosher. If it's sitting in a non-kosher sherry cask or a non-kosher wine barrel or pulp barrel, if 100% of the colour and flavour is coming from the barrel, surely it's drawing out the treif wine or the treif sherry. So the arguments, there's lots of different uh, people who say yes it's kosher, you've got the shashim, you've got this part, you've got that part. For me as a whiskey lover and a whiskey enthusiast, I wanted to give the opportunity to the religious, to the kosher Person who wants to be able to drink quality whiskey and not worry about it being trafe. So, with my connections within the wine world through Golan Heights and Royal, etc., we merged our two things together. So, I spoke to the wineries, we spoke to our relations in, uh, within the distilleries, and we formed DS Tamen. And now we sell all around the world. Uh, We've won multiple awards.
0: It's amazing. Uh,
3: And we're growing. We're about to do another release. Uh, A different colour bottle. We're bringing out a different colour
0: colour?
3: Are we allowed to say?
2: I think so. Yellow.
3: (laughs) So we're we're, we're bringing out a yellow. So our our, our process is that we've got three different levels. Okay. Okay. At the moment. We've got Warehouse 3, which is what you see here. And the plan and the idea is, is that we have four different distillates. So you've got Blair Athol. Coela and Linkwood. The colours will always be the same. The only thing that will change is the finish. Okay, so if you remember, our first release was.
0: Explain what the finish is to the So
3: listener. the finish is that we take, we, we, we have filling contracts and relationships with different distilleries around Scotland. We buy from New Make Spirit or slightly older through, through our brokerage. And uh, we then take that barrel, as long as the rabbi, as long as our cashless authorities, OU London Basin and MKL, approve the wood that it's been sitting in currently. So whether it's refill bourbon or refill hoggy or first fill bourbon, we then finish that whiskey. So we move it from one cask into another cask to add another layer of flavouring. That makes sense. Okay. So you'll have another dimension. You'll have your base product of Coila, for example, that smoky, that meaty, that rich, full salty flavor. But then you'll have a different punch of style. So whether it be a red wine barrel, a white wine barrel, whether it be Chardonnay, Petit Verdot, Syrah, etc., etc., etc. So we have our four different lines, red, yellow, blue, and about to, sorry, red, green, blue and about to have, uh, about to have the Fantastic. yellow. Fantastic. Uh, Are going to make a big from, party when it comes out? Hopefully. Oh, yeah. So we're, 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 we've got, so uh, <laughs> <invitation>. <laughs> mm-hmm. we've got three different regions. So the region is where, just like you've got in France, you've got Bordeaux, you've got the Rhône Valley, etc Same in Scotland, you've got Speyside, Highlands, Lowlands, etc etc
0: I'm going to the Highlands.
3: So we're going to, ho- we're going to hook you up.
0: Yeah. I know, I can't wait. Okay. Inverness. Inverness. I already, I've already put my
3: hotel. So, our, our warehouse isn't, isn't too far from here. Yeah, this, I know. So, we'll, we'll sort something out for you. So, we've got we, we've got two Space Sides. So, you've got the Linkwood, we've got the Glen Elgin, which is going to be released very soon. You've got uh, Islay which is Coela, and you've got the Blair Athol, which is from the Highlands. Each style has, each whiskey has got its own character and its own style. So, for, so for example, Space Side is sweet and smooth, Coela is smoky and uh, Blair Athol is slightly meteor with a little bit more punch. And every time that we bring out a release, a new batch, it will be the same colour whiskey, so red, blue, green and yellow, same distillery, same age, but with a different finish. So eventually, in the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years time, you'll be able to have the same whisky but finished in different style barrels.
0: So, and you're going to mark them. We want to yes. talk about the labelling because his labelling is fantastic. So,
3: on the labelling, you've got the type of edition. The it is, So, this is the one that we have here is the first edition. You've got the distillery name. You've got your age. So, all of our whiskies are 12 year old minimum in this range. You've got tasting notes. You've got cast numbers. You've got uh, the date it was distilled. The date it was bottled, etc., etc. And then from there, we then move on to warehouse two. And Warehouse 2, we're going to be hopefully launching around Rosh Hashanah 23, so next year, Mm. uh, where it's going to be older whiskey, which will be very, very limited uh, to one max, maybe two single casks per go. And single cask means a single cask. So we're going to be yielding 140, 190 bottles, depending on the size of the cask. And that is going to be around the 25 to 30-year-old age okay again with the brand name on there and then eventually we'll have warehouse one which was the uh, creme de la creme Uh, the 35s etc year olds that we'll bring out in the in the uh, in the future but
0: 35 years from now
3: no as in we have stock currently that that, that we're aging and finishing and then once I myself and my team feel that it's ready to be bottled we will then bottle it and release it
0: what a delicate palate you must have I do Right? Like, it's real. I mean, he started at eight. <laughs> eight Eight, eight ting. Well, eight, eight. It, it's, it's like unbelievable. Yeah. It's I mean, like a super palate. So,
3: so, so, what, so one, of, one of the roles that, that, that I do as director of and of DS Taman is that I, have, I like to match the whiskey to the wine finish. So it means I have to go around to the wineries, try the wines, make sure the winery flavor matches up. With the whiskey,
2: hard job. <laughs> oh my mm. God. It's a great
1: job. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not like my job. I'm working in a cruise next week from Paris. Never you, oh you Poor thing.
3: So, uh, so yeah, it's quite exciting, and uh, we're we're we we're still a baby, shall we say? Uh, right. Uh, we the within within the one day part, there'll our be our a f- visitor
0: center. From your that. mouth
3: mm. to his ears. Mm.
0: Mm. Oh, Amen. Mm. Oh, Amen. Okay, now just talk a little bit. D.S. Tamin is Danny Saltzman blended with Saul Taylor. That's how they got the name. Correct. And you got like on their um, label, you got some Jewish symbolisms there.
3: Correct correct, again be, be, we, again, we, just like when I was in the wine business, we don't say that it has a kosher whiskey it's a whiskey that happens to be kosher Right. again we've got three supervisions on there all on the back of the label you've got the OU, the London based in an MKL which is Rough Padua and again they come up and visit us when we do our re-racks, they come to our bottlings we're going to have some insta stories please go very soon of uh, documentaries of, not mm-hmm. documentaries but documented of us going to so do more bottlings so you go up bottlings. to
0: Scotland with you. Oh yeah. I want to come too.
3: So oh, we should we should on. arrange Yeah, it. but I'm
0: going to be there. You're all going to be here. <laughs> we'll have to organise we'll it. We'll organise it. The time. So we
3: actually have an office up in Scotland as well, up in Elgin, and we have our head of whisky, who I work very closely with under the name of Ronnie Routledge. So maybe we can hook something up for you. Uh, he he recently took Romy over to a few distilleries mm-hmm. tours and tastings over right,
0: there. Right, I'm going with a fourteen-year-old.
2: That's absolutely okay. fine. It's beautiful scenery There's yeah. places for them to play Well okay. he's 14 He's not going to play But like Yeah she'll, she'll be fishing. on the phone Don't worry Yeah exactly. okay, it's, it's fine
0: Yeah, yeah we've got a whole tour plan. Amazing So let's have a little bit Of a tasting We've yeah. like This is incredible Very exciting um, I'll let you pick Do we need more glasses?
3: How many are we tasting? What
0: well, well, you tell me. I'm not a huge whiskey drinker.
3: You're not a huge whiskey drinker.
0: I need just a little bit to try.
3: Okay, have you tried the... Uh, you've tried I've them tried many. them
0: all. You've tried we're them try, all. We're just going to make a little L'chaim. You Absolutely. tell me what we're going to do. I mean... this speedy one.
3: I love smoke.
0: Okay, it's so funny. <laughs> so my husband, not a whiskey drinker, over um, Shavuos, before Shavuos, mm. we went to buy some wine. And he goes, can you please bring me back a D.S. Taman blue Mm -hmm. i bought the last bottle in where from um the one down uh spruce spruce i bought the last. what a lovely uh, lovely shot Uh, it's lovely and they're the loveliest people Mm -hmm. um and he loves the pd1 i didn't think he would like the pd1 but
3: it's a bit like marmite you have marmite yeah i love
0: vegemite
3: Vegemite. so you 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 either love it or you hate it yeah yeah i mean as i say i i love the uh I love I'm the offering ZK ZK. ZK ZK you want behind the, the camera planes,
0: okay. he's got to fly the plane right <laughs> <laughs> alright
2: all right, we're going to have a L'chaim, l'chaim
0: to l'chaim. L'chaim. finally all meeting in
2: person yeah. and muzzle tov for your wedding thank, thank you well, no. yeah yeah
0: The <laughs> L'chaim, l'chaim. alright it's really early in the morning I'm you we can't all drink at once because someone's got to talk or all also hear is so you talk now while I drink ASMR yeah right he's he's holding it in his mouth is there a proper way to drink this
3: yes and no I mean the way to drink it is to drink it and enjoy it mm-hmm. uh, no no, you, you, no. Sh- you should move it around the mouth okay and, and I'll let do t- that do I we'll have to swirl it not really not like wine up. I mean okay
0: see there's a good give question
2: it, give it a sniff a sniffy
3: what sniff what can you
2: smell
0: whiskey
3: you gotta look, you got to look beyond
0: yeah, that. I go I've got again. a good... I can do wines. I can pick out the peachy notes and all that. Just...
3: Brisket. Saltiness. There's brisket flavors. cooking there
0: <laughs> in my kitchen.
3: A little bit of smoky <laughs> oh, barbecue flavour. Oh, this is smoky. Mm.
0: When I, I remember, I met Saul, or heir of Rosh Hashanah, at one of the wine stores on Rockaway Turnpike and he gave me this to try. We did a whole story out of it. And I'm like, this tastes like Izzy's barbecue. Like smoky... Mm-hmm, okay, here mm-hmm. we go. I'm getting a little sip. Sip on. one. It's also I haven't had anything besides a coffee today. Join
3: the club. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, can so, I just say... Go on.
0: I'm sorry to interrupt you. This is so good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Can I can I say it has like a bit of an orange? I feel like it has like a little bit of a... Like, mm-hmm. not citrus.
3: So, so, the one you're actually drinking is, is actually near enough sold out. I mean, it is sold out in our distributor at the moment. Uh... And uh, this is finished in a Bordeaux wine barrel. So again, we went over to Bordeaux. We tested the barrels before they came. We had to wrap it around with cellophane, and then when they arrived, to why did them, you have
0: to do that? Keep it kosher.
3: A to keep it kosher, make sure it's not tampered with within the uh, within transit, but also to make sure that the wine doesn't go uh, doesn't go off, doesn't go oxygenized too much. Oh, okay. Because you're
0: exposing it now. It's exactly. traveling from Bordeaux to Scotland.
3: Exactly. Ooh, which is which trip. is around a week and a half. <laughs> week and a half trip. And then in in that container when it's sitting there, again the wine will, the barrels will sweat if it gets too hot. So yeah, it could it Turn would, the wine to wood. vinegar. So when we get to Scotland, we then have to recheck those barrels, which is a a lot of traveling for myself and my team. We go up and test the barrels, and we're not just smelling really it and good. and, 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 and making actually. sure. For myself, one of the processes is to actually taste the barrel. So I stick my fingers on my hand if I can with inside of the barrel, test the inside. What do you,
0: it's like empty though. It's empty, yeah. But you just like scrape, you like, Sprape you hear it. that. Just exactly.
3: That oh. Don't drop. You dropping. scrape it, you scrape it, you smell <gasps> it, you make sure that it's not gone too oxygenized. I mean, li- with, with this one, we had to throw away 10 barrels because I wasn't happy with it. For us, it's all about perfection because I'm myself- Like you watch and it go down the drain? No, that it was empty. The barrel. Oh, the, the, barrel.
2: Physical, empty barrel. the physical barrel. Yeah, yeah. barrel okay. The
3: physical barrel. Before, before it any didn't travel. Well. In, it didn't travel well, mm-hmm. so we had to get rid of it. I mean, we did, we sold it to uh, Cooper and then we generated it, and they sold it to somebody else. But
0: for us, and you cup, yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> not no, a huge no amount of profit. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> but doesn't no matter. Way. You, you, you we grow even. Else. We this is We this. Can I just? I, I said before, I'm not a big whiskey drinker. Mm. I've had a lot of whiskey sh- guys on my show and scotch. I'm like, ah, it's good. You mm. know. But this is a great. I'm actually enjoying this a lot more than when I did. Previously, in this, in, in pre, like really. Do you want to? Tr- oh, oh, the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> I like, also. I don't like.
2: Smoke, smoky whiskey But this one I love What well, I
3: would suggest as well Is to pour a drop of water Into it as well Because it will bring out More of the flavour Because this is bottled At 46% proof Which is around 90 Sorry 46 ABV Which is around 92 proof
0: ABV what's that
3: So ABV Is the alcohol by volume There so, you go uh,
1: We're
0: all See I have you on the show To educate There you are Me so and my crew When you see
2: it on the On any alcohol Yeah It has to tell you the percentage That's the ABV so
0: percent okay. is and, alcohol. And Bycoline. if it
3: drops below 40, legally we can't call it scotch.
0: What, what is it called then?
3: It's just spirit. It's
0: spirit. Yeah. spirit. So I've done a lot of bourbon tours. How does bourbon and whiskey... It's my last question. Okay. Um, how does whiskey differ from bourbon?
3: So number one, it's made in the States.
0: Right, Kentucky. Kentucky. I did a little crawl through okay. Louisville.
3: And also the, uh, the base grain is different. So it's not, it's corn. It's corn, exactly. Right. And in Scotland, it's also, a, you have to age it for minimum three years and one day to be legally called Scotch. And it has to be bottled in Scotland. Okay. Where, where, which is similar to bourbon and, uh, and uh, rye, etc. cetera, with, with their laws, but Scotch is Scotch.
0: Right. Amazing. This is, am- I think you actually broke it down for me much, I have a much better of understanding okay. your teaching is excellent thank you i would
3: love you to send an email to my old teachers and okay tell them i
0: am going to do that <laughs> that was fantastic i learned a lot i hope everybody learned a lot the ds tamen it is available most of this is available right some has been sold out new ones are coming at your local kosher or non-kosher depends co- co- li-
3: li- li- the local liquor shop Lo- at I'm your remember.
0: local grog shop that's right. what we say in Australia, yeah. right? At uh, your local uh, alcohol store, liquor store.
3: And um, just to say, one of the other reasons why we're here this week is that there's a big whiskey uh, festival happening.
0: Ari White's about to come on the show.
3: Is he coming? Yeah, yeah.
0: no, on the phone. I'm literally... Oh, should I bring him in? Bring him in yeah. Okay. We're
3: gonna, um, he's, he's a big fan of our of, Oh, my gosh. So we're showcasing there as well. Okay. So, so I, I
0: actually have to pause because I've got someone else in the lineup before Ari can you guys stick around of
3: course. okay uh, h- how long for
0: the whole, the show's ending in 29 minutes so uh, can you stay t- through the end of the show and they've they've tight. got a tight schedule mm-hmm. um, okay hold on give me a second okay oh okay I'm just coordinating the show. Okay, let's get Ari on the phone, okay? I'm going to call Ari Ari White. That is, that's why I'm having him on the show, to talk about... It all links together. Okay. Oh, I need the chup chick. Right oh, okay, great. I bought this for Zika. I said you keep it. He <laughs> better answer. Ari White. Hi. Okay, thank God you answered. Ari, Ari you want to hear something hilarious? You're live on the air right now. What?
1: Oh. Okay, better. You're live
0: on the air right now. Just bought- I'm glad I
4: have my makeup on. Okay, great. And Ari's
0: come into the studio, and we've literally cooked steaks in the studio in Manhattan. Amazing. We were not the ones who burnt the place. No.
4: <laughs> yeah. Too no. soon, too uh, soon. It was not us. We didn't start the fire. We did not. But we okay.
0: started a different, uh, uh, a yummy, a, a delicious, we did, We cooked up a delicious steak. Um, so I have with me Danny Saltzman from DS Taman, and he started talking about wish. Yeah, kiddish fest. I'm like, wait, Ari's
4: my next guest, so I bought you one. Oh, early. that's fantastic! I can't wait to raise a glass with you. How We're you doing, two days away. Ari, how amazing. are you? amazing, amazing, amazing! Uh, Tell al- us more al- about al- kiddish and kicking. We actually just got our uh, our own uh, single cask uh, delivered, amazing. and it it's uh, it's actually the first one that I've ever been involved in in choosing. Um so uh you have a, an enviable job. Um <laughs>
2: uh
4: well you know like we you know i get a, a weirdly sort of claim credit for somebody else's you know hard work, hard work just because we got to curate it. It was uh, the week actually that i caught omicron. Uh it was uh, just before uh Pesach. We lasted uh an amazing 2 years uh and then as soon as they dropped uh masks that was it all my kids Scott, we all went through. Happened to make Pesach pretty easy as that goes but uh, uh right. while stuck in my backyard uh Ari Cohen came in with a bunch of samples uh, brought to us by Allied and and luckily my taste was still there and uh really fun but uh uh that's uh that's your guys entire world it's uh whiskey tasting it's mm-hmm it's uh it's it's good stuff
0: okay so let, let me uh, just catch the listeners up Ari White otherwise known as Got Cholent what are all the names that you
4: go by or people know you guys? uh these days really it's uh it's more Wandering Q than wandering anything else Q. although it'll be nice to have the Cholent back up yeah, uh, yeah, formerly yeah. Hakadar's Barbecue Rem- not everybody appreciates my sense of humor I, there I, I thought
0: that was brilliant and it made me cry <laughs> when you had to change that name I thought it was great. And Ari is hosting and running, uh, what's it called? Kiddish, Kiddish, Fest.
4: Kiddish Fest. Kiddish What's
0: the date for everyone?
4: Uh, this Thursday, June 30th here in New York City, 34th okay. Street.
0: 31st. Okay, so when they are going to listen to this, it is already over.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: we are recording it on Wednesday and it is... In- Right, Wednesday it's this Thursday Friday. night. This it's Thursday. Th- so, yeah, was Tuesdays. this. It's okay. So you're gonna. Tuesday, not
3: Wednesday, Tuesday. Today's
0: Tuesday, and <laughs> today's it's going to be on Thursday, Thursday, and this is going to air on Friday.
2: Oh God. Okay. So you will um, have had the best
0: time. So you will have had the. Be- How was it? It was amazing. It was amazing, right? Everything Ari does <laughs> is fun. Okay. <gasps> okay. So so tell us what what we saw there.
3: Great DS statement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs>
3: And uh, other great whiskies as well from the likes of GlenDronach, uh, Milk and Honey Israeli Whiskey Company are there as well. Well,
4: while I have you on, can I ask which uh, which bottles are you going to have on the pour? That's uh, I'm more excited to see your you know to see your secret. uh, Or I'm sorry, tell us what we enjoyed last night. (laughs) See, it's
0: all about the phrasing
4: say so we had go
0: on. No, I just want to say, guys, if you're hearing about this now and it's obviously too late to go, start following both of these guys on
2: Instagram. Correct. On
0: Instagram, so you'll know when the next one is. I'm always step a step ahead of everyone else. In 364 days, there will be another one.
3: Yes.
4: Correct. correct. Uh, we're actually lucky enough to get to be involved with a, a handful of of these sort of events, large and small, uh, both locally and sort of in different parts of the country. So, so you're not. You're not missing too much. Thank God. Kiddish Club happens every Shabbos. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so tell us about how Whiskey, uh, Kiddush Fest got started.
4: Um, uh, going back um, at this point, it's, uh, it's nearly 15 years, 16 years. Um, my wife and I always had sort of like a love and, and interest of this. It's one of the first sort of things we, we got to get started on. I mean, back when I was uh, just a bourbon guy. Um, and, uh, and, and one of her cousins, uh, gave her a hundred pound note, tell, told us to get something wonderful, uh, at the World of Whiskies in London on our, on our, on our way back, um, for Sheva Brachas. Um, and a gentleman there by the name of Michelle, uh, walked us through at like seven o'clock in the morning, uh, more whiskeys than, than we could handle. Thank God we made the flight, but sort of that, that little love affair had, had begun, um, uh, oddly enough, the very first whiskey dinner we ever did was that was uh, a fundraiser for this same um, uh, Jewish orphanage called Tikva. Um, and, you know, needed uh, now more than ever. So we're really happy to be pairing back up with them uh, for the night. Um, and and from there, we 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 started, you know, two or three a year having these like whiskey dinners. And then and then it struck uh, Whiskey Fest, which had been the largest of this and uh, in, certainly in the New York area, maybe the country. Um, decided to go to switch to Friday nights and in so doing, you know, cut out a third of its participants.
0: Yeah,
4: um, short-going sure
0: guys who love whiskey. Uh,
4: cor- correct. And and so uh, we had been contacted by these uh, amazing whiskey nerds. I couldn't call them really anything else, um, <laughs> who, who also had just bought one of their first uh, casts, um, that they could they could bring in some of these reps since they were already in town to come see us also and we did it and we did the west side institutional it was great we had maybe like a 100 people um uh the next year is they were going to keep it on friday night we decided to, uh, to keep it up uh and got our first write-up in the wall street journal yeah um and after the third year uh, we were taking sort of enough from whiskey fest they actually they decided to switch it back uh, to the weekdays thinking that that would sort of squash us but we were hooked already and that's when it switched to the summers uh, this is all operating under Whiskey Jubilee uh, at that point. Yeah. Um, uh, the whiskey nerds uh, that I uh, that that I mentioned, uh, Josh Hatton um, and and his uh, his partner Jason uh, Yellen, whose birthday was yesterday, uh, two days ago.
0: Happy birthday! It's my happy birthday. Have
4: turned their their love um, and their brand, Single Cast Nation, uh, into he is now. Uh, head of marketing for North America for IMPACTS. Great guy. Uh, and they are uh, phenomenal guys. He is a keeper of the quake. Uh, they, what does that mean? Um, it is a very uh, like skull and crossbones sort of society. Generally only made up of master distillers. Wow. Um, and big, big, big like industry people. There are almost no Americans on it. And even within that to have somebody that isn't a manufacturer is like it's it's, it's it, it borders on unheard of he might even be the only one um but just kind of tells you just how how special how special these guys are um and as is that side of the world totally took off for them uh whiskey jubilee sort of had to take a a sidestep and got mothballed but it was my favorite event to uh to be involved with every year and so we picked up the the banner and got to have at least one big one before the zombie apocalypse, you know, took us down these past 2 years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. But we're back. I remember the We're one, back. I remember the last one you had was in lower Manhattan. Um on a, I want to say a Thursday night. It was a beautiful evening, and I battery had a-
4: garden. That battery place was garden. beautiful. That was
0: amazing. And I'm so. Where is it? Where is it?
4: Where was it? So, Thursday uh, night, so tomorrow night. So, so. <laughs> we're in like the
0: time zone. I feel better. Really so, bad uh, this next
4: week. Year, year one and two, we're in Westside Institutional. Year three and four of Whiskey Jubilee, we were at the uh, Westside Synagogue now Hudson Yard Synagogue on 34th across from B and H. Um.
0: Oh yeah, I and.
4: That. And then from there, I went to uh, to to the studio four hundred and fifty, a couple blocks up. Uh, Battery Gardens is beautiful. They are not open anymore. Sad. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, we'll see. There? We'll, There's we'll see platform. what the future holds for them. But uh, so we're going a little bit back to our roots.
0: It was just in and this beautiful garden, outdoor. that had an indoor space and outdoor space near the west to, side, lower west side. I
3: went to one pre-COVID, and it was like in the middle of an office block. I think, and they had uh, two floors. There wasn't this one. It wasn't was it outdoor one? space? There wasn't outdoor oh.
4: space. That was like, a studio. F- that, that was studio four fifty. That was uh, that uh, was okay. on a uh, West Thirty Eighth Street, Correct. and we had two floors plus a rooftop for cigars. Oh.
1: Right.
4: um and aside from the elevator up and down, it was a wonderful space. <laughs> and the food um, was great as well. Yeah,
0: right? well, the food is always good. The food is always good. Um, I, I just remember that. And I had a pickleback. was the first time I had a pickleback. I love a pickleback. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it, you have a whiskey followed by a pickle, pickle juice. Pickle juice. Mm-hmm. Or the other way around. No, I'm no, not sure, that's, that's the correct. Uh,
4: they, one. The claim is that it's supposed to taste like bacon when having it just no, in, that, in that. I don't order.
0: know. I've, I've only been and, from my whole life, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, well. I remember that well thank you Ari for joining us and it's always good to talk to you and I want to have you over back in the well there's no studio on the Lower East Side anymore so we've been to, for now but we're going to rebuild and meanwhile the shows are here in Long Island um, but Ari and I have cooked in the city but now maybe you'll come in my backyard and we'll do some cooking for some with some of your products
4: that, that sounds wonderful I, I look forward to, to raising a glass then
0: cooking up a storm <laughs> Okay so ev- everyone follow uh what's your Instagram handle now?
4: Uh Wandering Q uh, and Got will be the best two to follow.
0: Okay and that way you'll know when the next um uh, pop-up restaurant is or where Ari's going to be opening up you-, you know the the barbecue or you can contact him about having him cater for you or when the next Kiddish fest is going to be so thank you and, honey, for and, joining us
4: and, and lastly uh uh keep your eyes open please god come the chagim uh we're looking at having uh the retail line back out on the shelves
0: great
2: so Ari, a lot I'm, of I'm great you. great
4: things to come
0: great i'm booking you thank you
4: Love you.
0: All right. We'll talk soon. All right. Give my best to the family. Thanks, Ari. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. All right. Good Shabbos. It's Wednesday. It's Thursday. We don't know because we're all doing our summer lineup uh, going on right now. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. The the listeners are tuning in.
3: (laughs) Thank you for having us. Thank thank you
0: so much for coming in this morning. it has been so much fun. It's been great. It was so nice to meet you. This is great. I feel like we have a very similar journey, mm-hmm. so um, we will talk, we will talk, we will, we will. drink. We will, um, we're,
3: we'll chat about your trip to Scotland.
0: Yes, yeah we might, I've got to put that in, I've got a tour guide, I've got to let it know what's going on, and um, where are you guys off to?
3: Uh, we get, we're off now to visit some accounts, some local accounts that, that we deal with within the area, uh, and uh, we've got a few more tastings, a couple more meetings. How do you stay
0: sober all day?
3: We don't.
2: <laughs> what a especially, job especially when we're not
0: driving right you have an Uber driving You remember you drive on the other side of the road
3: next time I come on I'll tell you a funny story what happened to me in uh, LA oh god Driving.
0: you have to be very careful mm-hmm. very careful okay guys thank you so much thank I'm just going to hop on the with our next caller you can stay as long as you need to stay and I am going to call hold on here we go uh, 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 uh. here we go call here we go. Arie Goldshine from Goldshine Homestead is going to join us uh, on the air. Um, he's actually in a farm upstate, which he created himself a homestead. Hello. Ari. a thousand apologies that we're late. How are you?
1: Good, good. Doing well. How are you?
0: Good, good. I'm, I'm sorry. Just, you know, sometimes schedules don't work out like, like you want them to. Hashem always has a plan. Um so, welcome to Table for Two. I'm very excited to have you on the show.
1: I'm got- excited to be here.
0: Okay, it was very nice. So I'm just going to tell my listeners because I want to bring you on the ad. I want you to think I forgot about you. Do you want to grab the ice cream? I forgot the ice cream. Guys, I forgot the ice cream. Ah. Okay. Um, okay, so um, I was invited by Arie to his farm. I had seen him actually on Instagram last year. Um he started a farm and I was very excited to last year I was not upstate so much so we, he reached out this year and said come on over to my farm in the homestead upstate New York in Liberty and we had the best day on Sunday and I said Arie besides Instagram I've got to get you on the radio show for Nakam Siegel Network I think this is so fantastic you have animals you've got a whole lunch court this is like a perfect scenario for you to be on so, how did you get started?
1: So, it's a bit of a long story. Okay, we've got I,
0: 14 minutes. Take your time.
1: 14 minutes. Okay, good, good, good. I'll <laughs> make it into 14 minutes. Um, my usual conversation is uh, on the farm. i got about 30 seconds to a minute to tell everybody the story. Right,
0: and you did a really good job on my Instagram the other day.
1: <laughs> Perfect. So, I grew up in Queens, went to Tzferosh Moshe. I went to Chavez Chaim in Queens. During high school, I switched to Chavetz time in Dallas, and I was in yeshiva there as well, after, as well as college. So I would say furthest thing from a farm, my parents, you know, doctors, you know, brothers, a lawyer. This is not the typical family tree. And uh, while I was in yeshiva in the mornings, college, and evenings, I decided one day, I think it was 18 at the time, to work part-time on a farm. I just kind of went for it. I, think, I don't think I tumbled our bam right away. Um, I had a little bit of leeway there. And on the farm, I saw the family had been raising golden retrievers for over 30 years. Oh, they uh, were <laughs> Yeah. And I just fell in love with it at the time, you know, I just fell in love with the farm life. I was like, wow, this would be amazing. Wish I could do this, you know, but I knew it wasn't really very realistic. And so I ended up moving back home, went to Queens College. And at some point I just decided that it was now or never. It was always in the back of my mind. It was now or never. And I moved upstate going back now about eight, a little over eight years ago. I was single at the time with just a dream and a vision. And I started working actually in Sprinkles Kosher Pizza Four Corners, a pizza shop to uh, make ends meet while I started out this idea. Um, between that and a few other jobs along the way, started raising golden retrievers. About a uh, year and a half to two years in, I moved to, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of uh, Bethel Creamery or Pella Poultry on sure. Happy Avenue, Franklin's. We
0: are big uh, friends of Bethel Creamery with Eliezer Frankel. Franklin
1: oh, so, and his dad, yeah, uh, we've
0: had them on the show many times in Pella Poultry.
1: Okay, so they're really good friends of ours as well. And uh, I ended up moving there. I really wanted to do this and live near a farm. I, I kind of realized around a little before that, that the best way to do this, my original dream was to move back to Dallas, actually, and to live near Yeshiva somehow and have a farm. But I realized to really live on the farm, my best way to do this was in Sullivan County to be near Jewish people. There's already some communities here, not as much as there is now. There's really grown a lot over the last few years. And I realized I needed to live on a farm in order to raise global retrievers. And I moved to Franklin. I rented a house from them. And at the time, again, I was still single, actually. And I just, it it was just amazing. We had a minion there, literally on the back of the house that I was renting. And it was an amazing time in my life. And I was there for five years. Um, during this time, actually, I start, you know, I started, you know, I was 23, 24 and I was there. I started, you know, I, I met my wife. I was dating my wife, which is a whole, Another story, which was really quite incredible, she has a, she's from a farm in Colorado, uh. and uh, that was that was actually, I still remember when my friend calls me and says, you know, that he wanted to set me up with someone, and, you know, they live on a farm, I said, aside from the fact that she lives on a farm, is there anything that you know that's in common, something that we should know? I said, no, and she's like, nope, that's the only reason why I'm, we're calling. And so, we, you know, we got married, um, this summer on August 20th will be five years. Oh, wow, and that was the top. Yeah, so really quite amazing. We have two boys now, Alicia and Yosef. And uh, while we're living here on this on this farm by Franklin, people used to come by to play with the puppies. We were much closer to uh, up to the road. We had some puppies. We had some chickens. Um, you know, Franklin had cows, and people asked us to come play with the puppies, and we used to say sure, come right on in. I still remember going back you now four or five years ago. People would you know knock on our door every hour of the day during the summertime got to a point where we just couldn't handle it anymore it was just too much and i said to my wife we either have to stop this or we need to turn this into something because obviously people are trying to come here and so we put up a fence and we put up a sign on it fridays and sundays and two dollars a person a few weeks later there were 200 people in our yard <laughs> 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 you Well, know, that we just we we didn't know what was what hit us we were like whoa we you know we didn't advertise we didn't give out our cell phone number nothing and we realized we were onto something and we realized then our vision was to really stay in this area. And our dream now still is to really build up a farm that people can come to visit, as well as all year round where we can put up homes and cabins that we can come for Shabbosim and Yom Tovim and really be able to live here on the farm. We. Be the first uh,
0: one that comes when the house uh, is
1: open. Well, to be fair, we did offer our house to you for Shabbos. Yeah, already. I know you
0: were. Oh yeah, I'm coming. I'm going to come. I'm serious. But when you, when, when you have the villas up and running, I'm definitely going to come and show everyone how awesome that is.
1: Oh, they're absolutely coming, and uh, we, yeah, so yeah, we were looking for a property for a few years, we bought this property right before COVID, we didn't know about it at the time, but it was right before COVID kind of started, and we opened up, that was our first summer open, this current summer will be our third, and it's just grown faster than we ever thought, and we're just trying to keep it as a good, firm place with lots of fun things, every year we're just trying to add more for people to have and to see, and that's kind of the quick story of my background.
0: Amazing, amazing, incredible. I love that you do this. I mean, I, I call myself a farmer because I grow tomatoes and basil and zucchinis in my backyard, but like I love being in, I love like walking around the backyard with their shoes on, the whole earthy, crunchy, back to nature um, vibe that you get being outdoors, and you are like living this farmer's dream. And, and so many people don't want to go into the traditional jobs of you know jewish people lawyers and doctors as you said and here you did you did something so different you're so inspiring to so many young men who just you know don't want to do the traditional road um, i'm like was really excited to meet you um i'm just going to take a quick pause and we're just going to do a little break uh we're going to do our what's cooking or tasting segment um from tuscanini um I wish you would be here, aria because you will love this, and you should think about setting this scoops of this at the farm. Actually, they have a farm, <laughs> uh, a food, a food court, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but the uh, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago uh, that Tuscany was bringing out some uh, ice uh, gelatos, and I have now got them in my hand. I picked this up in Gourmet Glat. I just want to show everyone who's watching how insanely amazing this ice cream is. This sorbetto. they call it sorbetto. It is so creamy. Just peel that top off. okay I'm going to serve you some, okay? So easy. Right from the freezer. Look at that. Smooth, creamy. okay this is for you. And it comes in uh, a few different flavors. There's parv and milchik. Because sometimes you're just going to be milchik. And we do have the nine days coming up this summer. So we'll come not that far away. A month or so here, okay Why don't you try some? It's amazing. They've got lemon. They've got lemonada flavors. They've got so many delicious... Vanilla, the vanilla is insane because it's dairy. But everyone, guys, go pick up the Tuscanini. Um, new, fresh, incredible product uh, out there in your local supermarkets. And we want to thank Tuscanini for sharing us uh, their hot products, or I should say cold products, with us right here on Table for Two. Um, I'm going to eat this while you keep talking to me. Um, tell us about the food court um, at the farm. Sure.
1: So one of the things I really thought about was my whole life of growing up, I'm one of 10. And every time we did a foot, yeah, I'm actually in the middle. I'm number five. Okay. Uh, There's seven boys and three girls. And uh, while we always went out to do family activities, my mother was always packing up food wherever we went. That was just what we had to do. Mm -hmm. And I actually love doing road trips across the country. I actually used to drive to Yeshiva and back. We'd, we'd, instead of flying we'd, a bunch of us would go a bunch of us guys would go in a car and we' drive across country and I love one of the that. hardest
0: i love that because i'm a big, i've been to 48 states I don't know if I told you that on sunday so I love the fact that you drive
1: oh wow so then yeah you definitely have a speed, but we um <laughs> I love i just there's just something about it just the freedom of it and one of the things that's the hard part is not being able to get kosher food or planning around and you definitely can't get just just order food so there's a lot of planning we actually part of our whole trip would be uh, finding different restaurants along the way that were kosher. And, you know, even if it was a couple hours out of our way, making it out as a destination. And I thought to myself, I was like, why can't, where can you go as a farm, you know, as, as just a family activity and have good kosher food? And I just didn't feel that there was that many, many options out there. So we decided to really go do that. And we did a little bit last year, and this year we're really expanding on it. We have a beautiful seating area this year. We really, as you as you saw, we're putting in a tremendous, you know, a beautiful food court, with uh, all kinds of different different options to eat of different foods to eat. And that was really kind of the motivation there. And I really believe that people really enjoy that. Just being able to not have to pack up and bring, you know, kosher food with you everywhere you it go. You can fantastic. actually stay for longer.
0: It was fantastic. And there's nothing like freshly fried French fries. I was always like jealous of like the non kosher people yeah. are just like sitting around eating fries at like food courts or wherever they were. And I'm like, oh that looks so good. It's so easy to make that kosher. Now we have a kosher option when you go out on a Sunday when you're upstate. Um, so you are – how far are you – to me, the country is like Monticello is like the main hub, right? Would you say that?
1: I guess so, yeah. You could say we're about 15 minutes from Monticello.
0: Okay. So just to give people a frame of reference, I um, I don't know the country so well. That's why I kind of like want to, you know, throw that out there. Like a lot of the Americans or the New Yorkers know all the different, you know, areas upstate. But I like I – I know Monticello, this Vyarkov Pizza and the bakery, which I know. We, but otherwise, um, and, and I know this Woodburn. My husband always talks about when he was young, they would go to Woodburn for food or something. So now um, Liberty is now on my map because it's not so far. Uh, you're right there um, in Liberty, about 10 minutes from the center of town. Yes.
1: Yeah, so we're just a few minutes from the center of town and I actually wanted to add in. We're yeah, actually please. working very closely with um, everyone, sort of J Two and Woodburn. they the one; they help us with all the pizza. Mm. They've they've been a huge help with uh, just getting everything set up in the food court. They just they've just been a tremendous help. So they, they without them we would not have the pizza or the franchise, franchise or so many other things that we're doing. They've really been a big part in helping make that happen.
0: Are you gonna do a fly chic?
1: That's our dream. So if you actually to put us in perspective for the future, if you saw where the hayride took you down to the view area,
0: the hayride was so fun. <sighs>
1: yeah that was that was it's it's a whole other thing that we that we came up with this past year and what we want people to realize is where they're going by the view that you can see the most beautiful view we want that to be the center of the farm over the next couple years there's going to be a shul there that's actually going to be where the restaurant will be and with a back porch facing the view and we want to be able to have a milchik and a option on this property right the vision the vision is one of those big outdoor smokers and uh that's, have, that's I mean, kind might of,
0: come and set something up for you. I just absolutely. met him on the show. You, you know him? Um, do you know him? I can make an intro.
1: <laughs> I, that would be great if you could make an intro. So that, that, would, that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, it, nothing like uh, sitting over eating a hot smoked brisket sandwich overlooking the view at the farm. Um, are you going to do like plant where people can do you pick kind of thing? Because that's quite popular also.
1: Or just It's, gonna definitely, it's yeah. definitely in the agenda. We're, we're trying to picking and choosing every year we're picking and choosing what we can do during that time frame so it's definitely it's out there one of the issues that we realized with to make that happen is there's just so many people that would come we would have to devote a tremendous amount of property to making sure that everybody can get a chance that we don't run out of food uh for people to pick but that's that's, but it's definitely still it happens
0: fast
2: yeah yeah
1: it's definitely it's definitely on the definitely on the the horizon of things that we plan on doing especially the corn maze and so on and so forth corn
0: maze i once got lost in one for ages (laughs)
1: <laughs> no checkup, <joke, I'm>
0: not <laughs> missed.
1: There's nothing like I've been at a farm with depending on the corn they use. You can just eat the corn fresh. There's nothing. I can't even explain it. It's just Yum. you can just take the corn and just pick it and eat it fresh. Why
0: can't you sell corn there also?
1: Maybe you can help us out.
0: Ah, uh, let's do. It. I'll <laughs> help you. We'll write a menu. <laughs> <I> <laughs>
1: Sounds love good that. to me.
0: Funnel cakes, deep fried Oreos. That's like so like country like you know.
1: Yeah, we actually are having, on Thursday morning, we're getting our ice cream machine in, so we'll have soft serve ice cream and milkshakes and a whole bunch of other cool stuff here as well.
0: Okay, guys, one thing that Aria told me and I want to share with everyone before we have to close up is it's 15 Tell me, tell me I got this right, $15 to enter and everything's free inside except the food for
1: now, right? Except for the food for now, the only thing that we charge extra for is the puppy area. Um, we do charge $5 extra to go into the puppy area. Other than that, everything is including. The hay rides, the pony rides, tons of activities and animals to play with, it's all included.
0: Amazing, amazing. I want to wish you and your wife and your family Hatzlacha, continued Hatzlacha, and I can't wait to come back in August. And um, if you mention, if any of our listeners go up and you um, mention Nihemi Nachman, you can get um, a small free slushie. Uh, per,
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, up to six per family. We've got to limit it, you know, if you go with like, Fifty people <laughs> in your crowd. Um,
1: so. Whatever you say, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go short. So sounds good. <laughs> thank
0: you. This is what we made up on Sunday, so I'm just following it through with the radio peeps. Okay, thank you so much, Aria. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Tuscanini, for providing us with delicious sorbetto strawberry ice cream. Want to wish everyone good Shabbos, and we have music sponsored by friends at Candle Lighting. Right up, right? Did I say that we have music. We have music sponsored by our friends at Cadem right up until candle lighting. Okay, amazing! Happy July Fourth weekend. Good Shabbos, everyone. Good Shabbos, Ari.
1: Take care. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you so much for having having me. My
0: pleasure. Bye. Good Shabbos. Bye.